0: Hi, this is Tom Compton. You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to talk about Kufi once again and their events that are being held. We just recently, yesterday as a matter of fact, had a vigil here in Phoenix, Arizona at a Kufi event and we can say it was very successful because the event itself was a bust. We figured there were about 30 cars that came into this church so the crowd was probably less than 60 people and a few people even left early. So that was a good sign. We had some other pluses from our vigil. We had a, a lady came that had never held a sign before and she was quite determined and, and proud. She's actually a Jordanian who is a Christian. We had one of our wonderful Muslim friends joined us and we know it was a sacrifice for him because it's the start of Ramadan. And it was 116 degrees here in, in Phoenix and of course it's a dry heat, as we like to say here. And, but we, we had, I think, a very good uh, vigil there. It was uplifting to us. So not only, the, I think they ignored us, but chances are, like Craig Hansen has reported, they probably mentioned us inside the meeting because they are concerned. And what we want to talk about tonight, actually, is another kufi event that's coming up in September in Sacramento. And this is at the same church where we held a vigil just a few short weeks ago. It was an event, it was Trinity Life Center, and they had some kind of a musical concert honoring Israel. And that's where we had interaction with the Kufi director and also from one of the pastors at this church, and we reported those on a previous broadcast. Thanks to the research by our good friend, Craig Hansen. The speaker at this upcoming Kufi event is a fairly well known talk show host. His name is Dennis Prager. And through Craig's research, he unearthed a very interesting article here. And we can see this uh, in the fact that Kufi is getting upset that we're there. But this article is entitled. Explaining Jews, Part 7, Why Anti-Zionism is Anti-Semitism. So it's not a real long article. I'm going to have Leslie read it, and then we'll make some comments after she finishes.
1: Imagine someone saying that he seeks the destruction of Italy because he regards Italian national identity as racist. Further, imagine that this person constantly denies being anti-Italian because he does not hate all Italians, only Italy and all those who believe Italy should exist. Now substitute Jewish for Italian and Israel for Italy, and you understand the absurdity of the argument that one can be anti-Zionist but not anti-Jewish. Among the many lies that permeate the modern world, none is greater or easier to refute than the claim that Zionism is not an integral part of Judaism, or the claim that anti-Zionism is unrelated to anti-Semitism. In order to understand why, it is first necessary to explain Zionism and anti-Zionism. The modern secular movement called Zionism was founded in the 19th century, but The belief that Jews belong in Zion, the biblical term for Jerusalem, is as old as the Jewish people. See part one of this series explaining Jews for a discussion of why Jews are a people and not only a religion. Starting in 586 B.C. with the destruction of the first Jewish state, Jews were already Zionists in that they fervently prayed to return to Zion. While the movement known by the specific name Zionism, is modern, the movement of Jews returning to Zion is more than 2,500 years old. That is why the claim that Zionism, the return of the Jewish people to Zion, is not part of Judaism, is a theological and historical lie. Judaism has always consisted of three components, God, Torah, and Israel, roughly translated as faith, practice, and peoplehood. And this Jewish people was conceived of as living in the Jewish country called Israel. One can argue that the modern state of Israel was founded at the expense of Arabs living in the geographic area known as Palestine. There was never a country or a nation called Palestine. But that in no way negates the indisputable fact that Zionism is an integral part of Judaism. Nor does the fact that some Jews who have abandoned Judaism are opposed to Zionism or that a tiny sect of ultra-Orthodox Jews, Naturi Karta, believed that only the Messiah can found a Jewish state in Israel. When anti-Israel Muslim students demonstrate on campus chanting, yes to Judaism, no to Zionism, they are inventing a new Judaism out of their hatred for Israel. It would be as if anti-Muslims marched around char- chanting, yes to Allah, no to the Quran. Just as Allah, Muhammad, and the Quran are inextricable components of Islam, so God, Torah, and Israel are of Judaism. But one might argue, even if Zionism is as much a part of Judaism as any other part of the Hebrew Bible, the modern Jewish state of Israel has no right to exist because it displaced many indigenous Arabs, known later as Palestinians. Before responding to this, it is crucial to understand that this argument, that Israel's founding was illegitimate, is completely unrelated to anti-Zionism an intellectually honest person who believes Israel's founding is illegitimate, would still have to acknowledge that Zionism is an inseparable part of Judaism. But the argument that Israel is illegitimate because its founding led to 600,000 to 700,000 Arab refugees is as anti-Jewish as is anti-Zionism. Virtually every country in the world was founded by displacing some of the people who had lived there, and many of those countries did far worse to far more people than Israel did. Therefore, anyone who calls only for Israel's destruction had better explain why. Of all the states on earth whose founding was accompanied by the displacement of others, only the Jewish state is illegitimate. Take Pakistan, for example. Unlike the Jewish state of Israel, which had existed twice before in history, there never was a country called Pakistan, nor was there ever any other independent Muslim country in the part of India that was carved out to create Pakistan. Moreover, if the Jewish state of Israel is illegitimate because it created 700,000 Arab refugees... Why isn't the Muslim state of Pakistan, which created more than 8 million Hindu refugees, illegitimate? The answer is obvious. When people isolate the one Jewish state in the world for sanctions, opprobrium, and delegitimizing, they are doing so because it is a Jewish state. And that, quite simply, is why Anti-Zionism is simply another form of Jew hatred. You can criticize Israel all you want. That does not make you an anti-Semite. But if you are an anti-Zionist or advocate of destruction of the Jewish state, then let's be clear. You are an enemy of the Jews and of Judaism, and the word for such a person is anti-Semite.
0: Alright, thank you, Leslie. Chuck Craig, uh, you have some comments to this. This is fairly slickly written here, and yeah,
2: uh, Tom, I'd like to jump into that. Really interesting things. What they what he leaves out
0: of of that uh,
2: the the promise of Old Testament scripture is that the Jews would return to the land in righteousness. That he, he leaves that that phrase out uh, immensely. I did a search on, the, on YouTube and. Um, and basically kind of the same notion that anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism, and it was a five-part series by a Orthodox uh, Jewish rabbi. And as I listened to the Jewish rabbi, he was bringing tears to my eyes because he understood that they have no right to return to the land because they are apostate. And the rabbi understood that very clear, but it seems like uh, our, our Zionist friends just can't seem to to get that uh, across uh, at all. And the other argument that he made, well, all all these other countries were formed by destroying the indigenous population. Therefore, it's okay for uh, Israel to do it. You know, uh, what we did to the American Indians was wrong, but that wasn't on my watch. What Israel is doing to the Palestinians right now is wrong, but it is happening on my watch, and I want to do what I can
0: to stop it. Very well said. And, of course, he's marginalized groups like the Naturi Karta who are decidedly anti-Zionist. So he's trying to be pretty slick here and cover all the bases. But Judaism, people that call themselves Jews, are not unified on this. And so you have a portion of them that are anti-Zionist and are, are Zionist. So he admits here that it is a secular movement, and it's kind of like, uh, which has become a religion. Uh, it's kind of like Christian Zionism is a, is a, is an oxymoron, really, but it's become a religion, a, a, uh, aberrant version of Christianity that tries to mix the two together. Well, uh, Tom,
3: I might add, when we think about our reason for opposing what's going on in Israel and Palestine, it, to, to, to me, the biggest reason why I can't stand it is because it's financed by my own country. This yeah. is not a case of, of a bunch of Jewish people deciding to leave uh, Europe and uh, strike out in longboats and ended up in Palestine and overthrew the local government and took over and ran things. This is a case where our own leadership, our, from the president on down, in a very deliberate act, manipulated the destruction of one population by planting another, and then continuing to support it with our money throughout all of these ages. So Prager is totally missing the point. The people that are anti-Zionist have every reason to be because they're paying for the evil that's going on. And you'll never get somebody like Prager to admit that that's acceptable. He would argue that well, Israel takes care of itself and they really don't depend on us. But the truth is they do. And they wouldn't be there at all if it was not for uh, not just U.S. foreign aid, but uh, 101 other kinds of support that that we've all been forced to provide to them. And so then people like Prager invent these ideas like God, Torah, and Israel. Well, the truth is, if you went to go to Israel and and take a poll, only 15% of the people will admit that there is a God. The Torah, most Israelis laugh at the Torah. Israel, well, yeah, a lot of them who are there are there because they've actually been moved there by somebody else. The the funding of, for instance, the settlements there by uh, people like John Hagee and and others taking up tax-free money out of the United States and then giving it to Israel, money that is not even taxable, uh, covered by 501c3 codes, and it's gone directly into providing for settlement colonies in Israel, squatter camps. So people like Prager don't have a leg to stand on. You need to call them to camp and say, wait a minute, let's talk about reality. What we're against is us doing this. If you want to go pay your money to create a camp in Israel, go ahead, but don't ask me to do it through my taxes.
0: Right. And one of the comments here that they created six hundred to 700,000 Arab refugees, Well, that makes it sound very clinical, like they just... In the process, they destroyed over 400 villages, leveled them together, and murdered people. So those are the stories that they've left out.
1: The refugees are the survivors of what went on in Israel.
0: And they're dispersed in Lebanon, Syria, in Jordan, many of these what uh, you could just say
3: to somebody else, Craig, I, your history indicates you don't even believe this God torah and Israel stuff it's just an argument with you what it's all about is you want to take my money and send it to Israel because you are a Zionist and that's essentially what the Zionist movement is all about right Backing our money and our efforts to support their ideas and
2: Chuck I would go one step beyond that not just the political but what really gets me is that my Christians, brothers and sisters, are being so deceived is that they think they're doing God's will in this process.
1: Absolutely. It mentions that the modern secular movement called Zionism was founded in the 19th century. It is a secular movement. (laughs) But
0: it's all inextricably tied together with the Bible. That's what he's trying to, to get here. And, of course, the bottom line is that he's got this this uh, magic phrase that anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. So it's just a, a, another way to try to neutralize people from having intelligent conversation about the subject. Uh,
2: Tom, you mentioned the phrase that Christian Zionism is an oxymoron. I'd like to see that on a sign as as well as <laughs> Jesus is not a Zionist. I think that's uh,
0: another <laughs> that's <a> good one. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know as we've stated before, Craig. Many Christians don't know they are Christian Zionists. They have no but, concept. I mean, you know they they, they don't sure think they me. are. They haven't put two and two together, but they are. And we've seen this over and over again throughout these visuals for over ten years now.
1: Yeah, one of our posters was "Occupy, not occupation."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because Jesus asked us to occupy until He comes, but He didn't say anything about occupation. Yes, <laughs> but we found out that was too cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few understood. A few Christians yeah. understood that that sign, but uh, not a lot of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we've had to, we're trying. We're going to have a contest, the kiss contest. Keep it simple, stupid, and yeah, yeah. come up with an even better. Slogan than who would Jesus bomb or who would Jesus drone or blessed are the peacemakers or
1: mine is I'm not anti-Semitic just pro Christ.
0: Ooh okay like so. All right, well thanks so much for the uh, analysis. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast and please visit our website whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.